Coming up on the Keto Camp Podcast, we welcome back for the fifth time, Dr. John Laurence. talking about all these techniques and these supplements and red lights when in reality you know given the right attitude if you've got the attitude up here and the intentionality to heal there's really some really profound evidence that that can happen for you We have access to ancient healing strategies such as ketosis, fasting, and carnivore. And on the Keto Camp Podcast, we are determined to deliver the science to you. We bring in the thought leaders in this space to have extraordinary conversations so you could apply it and change your life. Your body was built to thrive. Your body is capable of healing as long as you identify the interference and remove it. I believe you are a masterpiece because you are a piece of the master. My name is Ben Azadi. I'm the best-selling author of Keto Flex, and I want to thank you for spending part of your day with me. Hey, Keto Camper, excited to be with you today. We welcome back a world record here for the Keto Camp Podcast, Dr. John Laurence, fifth time he's been on the show. That's more than any guest. And you're going to know why, because he's such a brilliant man. He's a great friend of mine. We're going to discuss some really interesting topics. One of my favorite lately has been talking about hormesis. And we start the conversation talking about the hermetic zone versus the familiar zone and how to determine your hormetic zone and why stress can be so beneficial to your body. We talk about Waking up feeling sluggish, not energized, having to rely on some sort of stimulate, how that's not normal and what to do about it. He explains why. We get into melatonin. How could we not? Because he is the leader in melatonin research. He's writing a new book that's going to come out very soon called Melatonin Miracle Molecule. And you could grab that by going to the links down below. We talk about the benefits of using melatonin, high-dose melatonin supplementation. Also, to get into the conversation of caffeine and why overconsumption of caffeine or having caffeine too late in the day could be an issue and how to overcome that. We talk about DHEA and how that could support the adrenals, melatonin suppositories to help combat high stress levels. A lot of people think of melatonin for sleep, and it's true, it could help you sleep, but melatonin is much more than just a sleep agent. Several studies show melatonin could actually help your stress response the cell danger response. And every cell in your body actually produces melatonin. And we talk about the benefits of using a suppository and what that is and how that's more beneficial and more advantageous versus taking it orally. He has a great product called Sandman, Sandman Soul, and other ones that we'll drop down below. We also talk about the benefits for the brain when the brain is using ketones. Then we get into red light therapy I love red light therapy. I've been doing it every single day along with my fiance, Natasia, and how it benefits your mitochondria. We have a special deal for you to get his products and the red light if you want to get that too. We'll drop a link down below, but it's mitozen.com slash ketocamp. And then we talk about the importance of mindset and how you need to believe it before you see it. 
If you believe you can heal, then healing will happen for you. This is a powerful conversation. Sit back, take notes, be present. It's going to change your life. I truly believe it. Before I bring on Dr. John, I do want to take a minute here to get to the Apple Podcast rating and review of the day. This is a four-star review from Gav, hashtag 1983. Really enjoyed listening to the podcast, but often the intro is very long. For example, the latest episode had almost eight minutes of ads and or content promotion before the interview began. Fully aware of why this happens on the podcast, but if I didn't know the show already, it would most likely have me stop listening. Gav, thanks so much for the honest feedback. We like to start the episode by giving a description, uh, some of the bullet points of what we discussed. And of course, we have sponsors for the show that help the show stay frequent and help the show's production because it does take a lot of money and resources to get these episodes out each week. So I'm glad you understand that. And I appreciate the feedback. And thank you so much for listening. We are so grateful. If you haven't left the Keto Camp podcast, the rating and review on Apple Podcasts, please do so right now. Take a screenshot of your review. Send it to support at ketocamp.com. We'll reply with a gift, which is our KetoFlex cookbook. Did you know there's actually beverages that can supercharge your fasting results? My favorite, which is a keto powerhouse, is apple cider vinegar. There's a ton of research showing apple cider vinegar has been beneficial for boosting your metabolism, suppressing appetite, reducing fat storage. That's because apple cider vinegar contains acetic acid, which is a short-chain fatty acid that's been shown to promote weight loss in those ways. Also, apple cider vinegar is one of the best ways to balance your blood sugars. A study showed apple cider vinegar improved insulin sensitivity after high-carb meals up to 34%. We also know that apple cider vinegar stimulates digestion, acts as a biostimulant to help break down the fat you're eating on keto. Another research study showed apple cider vinegar protects against mineral depletion. If you're like me, you probably don't like the taste of apple cider vinegar. I think it tastes disgusting. That's why my go-to is Paleo Valley's apple cider vinegar complex. This is an organic blend of apple cider vinegar and four more gut and health supportive superfoods. I take this before my meals, I take it before coffee, and this enhances my fast and my blood sugar regulation. You'll find it contains organic apple cider vinegar, organic turmeric, organic ginger, organic Ceylon cinnamon, and organic lemon. Since you are a listener of the Keto Camp podcast, we worked out an exclusive discount code for you to get the apple cider vinegar complex capsules and all of the products over at Paleo Valley. All you need to do is head to paleovalley.com and use the coupon code KETOCAMP15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order. By the way, they got delicious beef sticks and an awesome organ meat complex. Go check them out. Paleovalley.com. That is KETOCAMP15 at checkout. We'll also drop a link down below in the show notes. I'm blessed to have with me for the fifth time, Dr. John Laurence. He is a chiropractic doctor, registered medical assistant, musculoskeletal ultrasound expert, and has practiced in Sarasota, Florida for over 24 years at his clinic called Advanced Rejuvenation. Dr. John Laurence has a gift for difficult cases. He is the master of melatonin. He is the wizard in the lab, and we're going to dive deep into a very important conversation on hormesis, stress, and inner sizing. Here's Dr. John Laurence. 
Okay, I'm here with my good friend, Dr. John Lawrence. Guess what, Dr. John? This is the fifth time that you've been on the Keto Camp podcast. No other guest have has ever been on the podcast more than three times. This is your fifth time. That 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 just I feel that in my heart. You know, it, it's a pleasure to be and have that um, claim. I go out in public and I tell people, you know, I've been on Ben Azadi's podcast more than anybody else. <laughs> No, you know, I mean, it's, it's such a, 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 it gives me such a sense of pride. I just want to share it with the world. So thank <laughs> you for it. giving me that opportunity. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Yeah, you're on episode 169, 185, 240, 263 with Dr. Michael Rice. And now this is like episode 300 and something. We'll see when it comes out. But anyways, let's get right into it. We have a lot of cool things to talk about. I want to start right here. And then we'll get into some of the things that you mentioned in the email. Familiar zone versus unfamiliar zone. And you said a great quote recently. I heard you say it. Strong winds create strong timber. So heavy, heavy winds create strong timber or something like that. So how does that relate to our health and what we're going to talk about today? Well, we can kind of go wherever you want, Ben. I'll let you kind of lead the conversation a bit. I know we had kind of talked about talking about neurology and really, there's not a lot of places that this becomes more important than when it comes to the brain and neurology. So for those watching this or listening to this, my background is heavy in neurology. I graduated as a chiropractor and very quickly began taking some postgraduate courses on within neurology. And I'm board eligible for, as a chiropractic neurologist. And so what we call this is functional neurology. And so I'm always a big proponent, you know, there's functional neurologists now all over the country. And these are very, very well-trained chiropractic physicians. And they are approaching neurology from a, a holistic, natural standpoint. So they may use nutrition and ke they all are really big fans of ketosis. I can tell you, we were talking about ketosis before anybody even heard about it. And Professor Carrick is kind of the, the ringleader to this neurology following. And, and he, he's kind of the Carrick Institute is, is the group that I, I trained under. And so things like ketosis for neurology, I mean, one of, one of the things early on is some studies on um, vestibular disorders and ketosis, you know, because ketones are so much more effective and a more efficient energy source for the brain. So back to your, your question about the familiar zone, we're talking about hormesis and we're talking about how we have a zone of familiarity where it's like kind of status quo. You know, we wake up and we do the same thing and the body becomes accustomed to a certain familiar signaling. So whether it's your walk to work, you, the exercise you're doing at the gym, the amount of fasting or not, not fasting that you're doing, any type of stressors that are in your life, um, the amount of sun that you're getting, the amount of sleep, all of these things are going to relate to signaling certain genes in our body that are there to buffer this stressor. And when we have a good expression of those genes, we have the ability to buffer more stress. That's where we start getting into the hormesis, where it's that zone right outside of the familiar zone, where we get a gain in health because the body's saying, oh boy, this is a little bit more than what we're used to. Let's go ahead and get some extra strength. 
Now, the reason that I say that this becomes way more important for the brain is that you can't strengthen the brain like you can muscles. So, you know, we go to the gym and we do 10 sets, you know, and where do we get the most growth is the 11th, right? And the 12th, like really push that. If you try to do that with your brain, you're going to actually cause more damage. You don't want to push past what's called the metabolic ceiling. So there's a certain amount that these nerves can fire up into and work up into. And, and if you go past that, you actually can create damage and you can actually destroy nerves. So when we treat patients here in the clinic, what we'll do is we'll have patients come in and I'll evaluate them with their neurology. And I'll look at things like how their eyes are moving and how their eyes and vestibular system are like balancing their head the deep tendon reflexes. I mean, a lot of these tests are normal tests that we might do that you might see at a neurologist, but it's a very specific sensitivity from right to left. And we're looking at things more functionally versus just, yes, it's pathological. It's not pathological. A typical neurologist is really looking at for a diagnosis to be able to prescribe medication for you. A functional neurologist is really looking for these subtleties so that they can do things to support you nutritionally through lifestyle and also through different types of adjustments or therapies or exercises. So it's using something called neuroplasticity. So you're finding things that aren't working, certain nerve pathways. For instance, if someone's balance is off, right? And a lot of people have balance problems, maybe slightly or more than, than slightly. It could be that there's some certain vestibular pathways that relate to how we're interacting and relating to the environment. And those may not be functioning properly, but we can grow new connections and actually become more functional than we were before we had the problem creep in. And that's, that's where these, some of these exercises come into play. So really, I know that's a long answer to answer your question, but we talk about how important not going past your hormetic zone going into what's called the danger zone. And this happens with all stressors and how incredibly important this is when you're talking about your brain and your nervous system. How does this relate to the conversation regarding depression, anxiety, high mental emotional stress? And then how do that's, let's talk about the problem, which is that, and how does, how does this come into play with what you're talking about here, functional neurology? And then what are some of the solutions and how do ketones come into play here? Really good questions. So the stress hormone uh, cortisol is kind of the exact polar opposite of melatonin. And I know we've, anybody interested in really learning about some of the magic of melatonin, um, I wrote a book on it called Melatonin Miracle Molecule. And we also have done some podcasts on it that you can probably link to at the end of the show notes. But when you sleep, your body goes into this really calm, parasympathetic, resting and digesting repair phase. When we're awake, it's more so that we're alert and all of the different faculties are leading towards us being able to achieve things and to accomplish things. Our brain's working, our neurology's working. The problem is that these hormones of cortisol in a lot of people are supposed to be higher in the morning and tailor off and become really low in the afternoon and the evening. And there, the, the, the bell curve is kind of the opposite. So people, they get up in the morning, they're kind of sluggish, they kind of need coffee or tea or caffeine to get going. 
folks, this is not normal. Like a healthy individual, you shouldn't rely on caffeine to help you getting going in the morning. You should be able to wake up in the morning. I wake up, I do no caffeine and I feel great. I mean, I, I sleep out of bed and this is a sign of someone that has healthy adrenals and they have a healthy response to waking up. They've slept deeply, restored themselves. They wake up and they have this cortisol burst. You feel alert naturally. And then as the day goes on, that cortisol is supposed to lower. Now, if it doesn't, there are all kinds of hormonal problems that ensue. You have problems with your thyroid because cortisol blocks thyroid from being converted from T4 to active T3. You have insulin issues, so it actually promotes insulin insensitivity. And so besides that, it's very corrosive to your system. Think about acid in the body creates resistance, right? That one of my teachers said this. And so think about cortisol as acid and think about melatonin as like a buffer and the opposite alkaline, right? So we need the balance of the two, but if we have too much acid, we're going to create a lot of resistance in the body. Hormonal resistance, neurologic resistance, resistance to being able to be calm in general, you know, all of these things can really wear on one's health. I see that a lot with the wonky, that wonky circadian rhythm, where somebody has the opposite pattern, it's inverted, right? They have high cortisol at night, low cortisol in the morning. So in the morning, they need to rely on some sort of stimulant to get them started. And then at night, they're wired and tired, they feel tired, they want to go to sleep, but they're just wired and tired. So there's a, te- there's, I mean, we use the Dutch test to kind of look at that pattern. Is that something you like as well, John? Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, doctor's data has it. I mean, there's a number of places that will do a, a cortisol. 24 hour you know, cortisol pattern. Yeah, 24 hour cortisol. Thank you. By the way, it's natural to have higher cortisol levels in the morning within range, which is why a lot of people who check their, their glucose and ketones in the morning get a little frustrated because they have actually the lowest amount of ketones and probably higher glucose in the morning, which is common. It's called the dawn phenomenon. But as you go through your day, you should see that normalize. Dr. Carrie Jones, who's a great hormone doctor, she said a good sign of, of good circadian rhythm and adrenal health is 15 minutes after you wake up, you should be ready to go. Just like you mentioned you are. You should be ready to go without the need for, for coffee or caffeine. So as somebody is relying on more caffeine for years and years and years, what are they doing to their adrenals in this, this circadian rhythm? Yeah. Overconsumption of caffeine is going to really affect your sleep as well. So you need that deep restorative sleep to be able to get to the point where you wake up and feel refreshed, right? So it's kind of like, the, I think you're going to have to have a period of time where you're suffering a little bit with some fatigue in the morning, and you have to allow your adrenals to rebuild. Most people do really well on DHEA. I like the alpha keto DHEA. I think it's alpha keto, something like that. It's a, it's a kind of an upgrade to DHEA. 25 milligrams is a typical, and you can get that over the counter. And that'll help support your adrenals. You can take phosphatidylserine. You can get it in a cream. I think Apex Energetics is a company, a nutritional company. We use a lot of their products. These things you probably need to source through one of your functional doctors, but they have a transdermal cream that you can take that will kind of lower cortisol a bit. 
So you would take that at night if you have high cortisol. You wouldn't take it in the morning if you have low cortisol. Right. So you're looking at things to increase the cortisol when you wake up, right? And then you're looking at things to kind of damper it a little bit. So the cream would be something you do at night. Perfect. Perfect. And uh, Oh, and, and B vitamins and methylators. You know, these are things that are really critical as well. Have I ever shared with you that methyl max that uh, Dr. Pomp and I created together? You shared with me, but not on any podcast. So share it. Oh, okay. Have you tried it? No. Oh, gosh, I, I got to send you some. Um, well, it's got methylcobalamin. It's got methyl het- uh, tetrahydrofolate, so the active form of folic acid. It's got SAMe. It's got astragalus. It's got riboflavin. It's kind of the, the list of who's who for methylators. And so any type of stress is going to really deplete your methylators. It's got B6. So these are your B vitamins and folic acid that really support your adrenal function. These things are very difficult to absorb orally. And, you know, even if you go with like the sublingual, it's such a tiny amount. It's not really the absorption still not getting you like a a large dose. Like if you went to a doctor and got an injection, which would be a great way to do it. People usually feel really good and it's very supportive to their adrenals. What we did is we created a suppository, which we kind of felt was the best that was available because we looked at different companies and different products and different ingredients, and we put everything together, and we didn't see anything like that. And it's in a suppository. And for those that might not have heard some of our conversations on suppositories, we like those. A, get over it. It's not a big deal. You know, the suppository is not a big deal. Trust me. It's really not. Yeah, it's it's mostly in somebody's head. Once you do it, it's such a, such an easy process. Yeah, and and so what you're getting is you're getting a slow peak plat. So it's in your bloodstream for hours right? And that allows your cells and your adrenal glands to soak it up. And so if you take things orally, like even sublingual, or even if you get an IV or an injection, peak plasma, you got an hour and and your cells better get busy pulling that in. And a lot of people have a hard time absorbing things in. So having that long peak plasma, that long opportunity to pull things in is really, really a game changer. And we've got suppositories with different anti-inflammatory polyphenols that we use for enhancing fasting. We have suppositories for melatonin because melatonin is like two and a half percent absorbed orally. You know, we've got a a number of different suppositories and we're going to be doing a coupon for your listeners and we'll link to that at the end of the note. You want to check that out and look at all the really Fun things you can stick up your butt, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll put that in the notes below. Here are fun things you could stick up your butt with the coupon code. <laughs> when we were at dinner a few weeks ago, you came down for my birthday weekend. We were having a conversation on melatonin, which I do want to get a little bit more into melatonin, even though we've covered it a lot. There's so much to talk about, as you know, when it comes to melatonin. But something you mentioned at dinner, which was fascinating to me, was the fact that a lot of people are eating before bed and they're typically eating unhealthy, high carbohydrate foods and they're getting this glucose spike from that. And then they're going to sleep and now they have their melatonin rising as well at the same time. So what's happening there with the insulin receptor sites? So you have what's called MT1 and MT2 receptor sites on a lot of tissues, including your pancreas. And so what happens is there's a decrease in the amount of insulin that can be released when melatonin levels go up. So melatonin normally should go up at night when we go to sleep. 
So imagine if we ate a big meal and then we go to sleep right away. Um, we have all these, all this glucose, right? So if it's a standard meal, a lot of people eat might not be as much of an issue if it was, you know, a high protein meal, you might get some um, gluconeogenesis, but so you go to sleep and you're inhibiting insulin release. So your body wants to release insulin to store the glucose, but you can't. And so now you've got all this glucose and your blood sugar is going up and staying up while you're, you know, while you're asleep. This can be incredibly destructive to your nerves, you know, to your eyes, to your heart. Glucose is a very corrosive substance, very corrosive. And that's why it's so highly tightly regulated by insulin. And we want to bring it into the cell because this stuff floating around in your blood just causes lots of corrosion. So you're going to create a lot of problems if you're eating late, bottom line. So what will tend to happen is 2, 3 a.m. in the morning, you'll see a, sh a sharp drop in that glucose, and then you'll wake up and you'll feel energized. Is, is that what's going to happen to a lot of people? Yeah. So when you have a sudden drop in glucose, the only way to start to pull glucose out of the uh, storage is cortisol. So your adrenals will like give a squeeze, you'll get a, a cortisol spike, and then of course you're up and you're wondering why, and I can't go back to sleep. <laughs> so this could be a pattern for a lot of people listening to this. And so this could be a huge opportunity to start considering how late you're eating and you know, I recommend really three hours before you go to bed, but at least two. Yeah, no, I would say at least three, give it at least three. And if you're going to eat before bed, you know, having a little bit of some like coconut or oil or MCT oil or something with just mostly fat, it's not going to be an issue. There's no insulin response, glucose response for most people. But if you have the carbohydrates, not a good idea. I want to take a quick break here to share with you about the dangers of taking fish oil. I know, shocking. I was somebody who took fish oil every single day for years. And then I came across a ton of research showing the dangers of consuming fish oil. I immediately found an amazing product called Pureform. Pureform is a plant-based omega. And the cool thing about Pureform is that it is uniquely processed with nitrogen to preserve it and make sure it does not oxidize. These essential fatty acids are cold pressed and you get the proper balance of omega-6 and omega-3 to feed your cells what it desires. We know that life begins and ends at the cell membrane. And when you have the proper fats, the building blocks for those cell membranes, all of a sudden your fat burning hormones can do its job. So you lose weight. All of a sudden your cells produce energy. So you feel good. So we know that cellular health is key for performance and longevity. So I've been taking Pureform every single day. My dog takes it every single day. So does my girlfriend and my mom. This is how much I love the product. If you want to get your bottle delivered to your door, head over to purelifescience.com. Check them out. Order a bottle or two, and you'll be amazed by how you feel after taking this just after a few days. That is Pure lifescience.com. Use the coupon code BEN4 to apply a $4 off coupon. That is BEN, B-E-N, and the number four. International shipping is available. Okay, let's go back into this episode of the Keto Camp Podcast. On the topic of stress, we talked about it already. 
However, I know that melatonin is one of the big, you mentioned a buffer for stress. And I learned from you that every cell actually makes melatonin. When we are having a high stressful lifestyle, and stress comes in three areas, as you know, Dr. John, mental, emotional stress, physical stress, and then chemical stress. Would it be a good idea for somebody who has a lot of stress to supplement with a high quality suppository melatonin to combat that stress as they work on it uh, through other means? So the answer is yes, and I'll kind of expound on that. So we naturally decline our production of melatonin as we get older, right? So by the age of 40, if you look at the curve, it's it's really way down. It's not even close to what it was when we were younger. And that that might be why you hit that 40-year-old and it's like, you know, things really don't heal as quickly. We don't feel as the The, the midlife crisis, is that part of the midlife crisis typically? Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> definitely part of the narrative and the it's part of the chemistry that happens with all of us. And so that's really a choice that each one of us has. Are we okay with that declining health and that declining vitality? And, you know, anybody that reads this book, Melatonin Miracle Molecule, is just going to be blown away at how important this molecule is way beyond just sleep. Because you think about sleep is this is the prime time that our body is repairing. We're kind of like taking that break. It's like, okay, we go out into the world, we're exposed to all these different stressors, and then we go to sleep and our body's going to say, okay, let me rebuild and re, you know repair itself and take a break and restore. And if that doesn't happen adequately, then we're going right back out and we're getting exposed to more stress. And this can really have a very detrimental effect to people's you know, health and vitality and lifespan. So when we start looking at supplementing melatonin, the research is just profound as far as what that can do from everything from your brain to your gut, to your skin, to your mental emotional status. I mean, you the, the studies are showing that, you know, depression, anxiety, schizophrenia, all of these conditions have been shown to be improved in clinical research with supplementing melatonin. Uh, liver, uh, cancer, infections. Immune system. And yeah, I mean, natural killer cells. I mean, some of the research done with infections makes one really wonder, why aren't they talking about this in the news, you know? I mean, I personally think that the media wants to keep people kind of in a scare mode, but, you know, because you don't hear anybody talking about any therapeutics, really, or alternative healthy lifestyles, which will help build the immune system, which I think is a better approach, really, to the approach that's being taken right now. But melatonin is a part of most of the better hospitals. I know I was just reading something out of the Philippines, and they're doing 600 milligrams twice a day in this one particular hospital. Of melatonin. Yeah, and so, yeah, but it's also something that's um, done. I think that the hospitals in the U.S. Could, could stand to up their dose a little bit. I usually see 20, maybe 40 milligrams in, in their protocols. But why would you do melatonin for an infection? I mean, people listening to this must be like, you know, I've never heard of that. It just sounds crazy. I thought it was just for sleep. Well, actually, there's studies showing that the survival rate with Ebola, like imagine like a deadly virus, right? Ebola, the survival rate with animal models went from 6% to like 
So wow. these dramatic improvements in survival by simply just giving these animals melatonin. And there are dozens of other studies with looking at very, very deadly viruses and infections where melatonin made a very, very positive impact on the survivability. And you have a product, a couple of products. You have Sandman and then Sandman Max. Uh, and then you have some other, so those are suppositories, but then you have other methods. So briefly explain those two products and then the oral version of it as well. So Sandman, it's actually called Super Sandman. Super Sandman. Yeah, so we have Sandman and Super Sandman, and both of those are in a liposomal. So if you're just dead set against suppositories or you wanted to vary your dosage from one day to the next and change it up, you have a, an oral syringe that you pull up and then you can take it that way or you have the suppositories. And so those are basically four products. And then the dosage on the Super Sandman is twice as much as it is on the regular Sandman. And what we've done is we've taken out the glutathione. So one of the benefits, a lot of people really find glutathione to be really helpful. And by the way, glutathione is one of the sleep promoting substances. And that's why we have it in there. So glutathione can really help the onset of sleep, not as much keeping you asleep, but it can really help with the onset of sleep. What do you take it out of the super one, the super uh, Sandman? So that we could fit that much more melatonin in okay, it. Okay, got it. There's just kind of a limit to how you can, um, you know, design these products. So I wanted a product where people were more really like, hey, I really want melatonin. That's going to be my primary deal. And that we could dose people in the 400, 500. I've even got some patients I've got dosed up to a gram a night with melatonin. Wow. So if the melatonin is really your primary motive, the Super Sandman is going to be a better product to order because it'll last longer. The regular Sandman is going to have glutathione. So if you're dealing with like biotoxin illness or heavy metals or you've got a lot of inflammation in the body, then you might want to start with the first month, you know, kind of having that extra support with the glutathione first. Uh, and we spoke about this before, but melatonin is unique Yes, it's a hormone and antioxidant, but there's no negative feedback loop, meaning it's not going to shut down your own body's capability of producing it. So it's not something you have to worry about. You, you went deep into that on the last conversation, but we don't have to go deep into that. But I'm sure somebody was wondering that. There's no research to, to back that up, that it does shut down your endogenous production like testosterone would or some other hormones. Let's get back to the conversation here. Uh, we didn't really get into ketones. So I do want to talk about ketones and where that fits into this functional neurology because everybody listening here is doing keto. So what are some of the benefits for the brain when we are producing these ketones? Well, you know, there's, there's a fairly large body of research showing that ketones are a more efficient energy source. And so when you start talking about neurology, you know, we look at patients and we say, what can we give them to allow them to have a higher metabolic ability, right? And so if you're an athlete and you're looking to improve your athletic performance and your endurance, um, or you're just, you know, someone, an, an executive, and you're just looking to, to be able to spend more time with working and sorting out problems and so forth without being fatigued, that's one thing, right? So ketosis, I think, is a wonderful tool to improve the endurance and ability of the brain to have 
more energy expenditure before you kind of crash. And we talked about how you don't want to do that. You know, that actually can cause a lot of damage to the brain. So as much as we can kind of stay within the familiar and hormetic zone and not get to that like full of crash is going to really make a big difference long-term. Maybe not so much now. I mean, you're not going to really notice a lot, especially if you're younger and you're in your 20s or 30s. It's certainly going to be difficult to really measure that. But by the time you get into your 40s and 50s and 60s or maybe 70s, it could make a huge difference because these chronic inflammatory um, episodes and some of these overly stressed scenarios will start to lead to a lot of proteins to start to um, accumulate in the brain. And so like Alzheimer's, you've got beta amyloid, Parkinson's, you've got something called alpha-synuclein. Um, there's also tau protein. You can't see these things on MRI. So it's not like you can go and they can visualize it. You, this is just something you have to just trust that you're the science is there, so um, let's take care of our brain so we can be 100 plus years old and still know who we are and who our friends are and take care of ourselves. And so ketosis is a way that you can do that. When we have sick people come to the clinic, we have some pretty fancy protocols that we do here. I know that you've been through some of the treatments. We did an, an IV on you, a couple IVs on you and so forth, and the CVAC. We have like a kind of a hyperbaric type of pod. But typically when patients come in and they're having some sort of a neurological consequence, we're looking at whether they're toxic or they have infections. And oftentimes if either one of those are present, if we start patients on ketosis, it's really gonna cut down on the microbial growth because most microbes really like the carbs. It creates more acid in the body, just generally, whether it's in the gut or systemically, ketosis is going to be anti-inflammatory. It's going to really help bring down microbial. And then when we start using antimicrobial, in, you know, intravenous, you know, I one of the things I, I messaged you earlier about is this Luma Blue treatment that we're doing with methylene blue. Ah, yeah, I, I didn't know what that was when you emailed it to me. So explain it to us. Yeah. Well, it's one of the IVs that we're doing that I would consider to be both antimicrobial, but hugely mitochondrial support, supportive. Uh, methylene blue is considered a photoactive, a very photoactive molecule, which means that light, when it interacts with this particular molecule, can do some nice changes and improvements in the body. Because our body, actually, we have systems in place where we can take light and turn it into energy and allow us to be more efficient to make energy through the mitochondria. So we methylene blue is hugely antimicrobial. In fact, methylene blue was the first synthetic drug ever approved by the FDA for chronic uh, urinary tract infections. And so if you take it in a tablet, your mouth will turn real blue, but you're, it, it's going to concentrate in the urine. And so you'll urinate and it'll be very blue. So it doesn't um, have any negative effects in the body. It does not seem that there's any negative effects at all within the right dosage, but it does get into the brain and nervous system. It does get into the rest of the body and it has a huge focus into the urinary tract. So because it basically starves these microbes of oxygen, it's really a great antimicrobial and it's not going to have that negative impact on your microbiome like an antibiotic would. 
So we're doing an IV of this, you know, we had a patient say, it's, I'm ready for my Smurf treatment, right? <laughs> <laughs> so we do, we do the methylene blue and then we have a, a, a laser that goes into the vein. It's called um, Lumistem. So literally it's a catheter that carries a tiny little laser that's lasering the blood as it's passing this catheter while it's in your vein. And so 660 nanometers is the, the frequency that they found that's really magical when it interacts with methylene blue. And so the doctor in California is doing a lot of pioneering with this where he's finding that he's able to eradicate AIDS, herpes, EBV, you know, he's been working with it for a few years now. Uh, his claim is COVID is pretty much under control within two days. And he's got this wow. movie published on his website. Um, Who is he? What's his name? Um, his first name's Matt. I forget his last name. Okay. But, Dr. Um, Matt. Yeah. If people want to uh, want to look this up, the name of that treatment is called Prexa Blue. Prexa Blue. And he's in LA. So I felt like I could make this better. And I had some fr friends that have, have been, had the treatment done. I've been familiar with methylene blue. I've been following all the top researchers in it. And we've been kind of, you know, wanting to kind of dive into it. And soon, as soon as we kind of learned about some of the protocols that this doctor in LA is doing, we decided to kind of um, put together our own protocol. Um, so he uses a different way of doing light. Um, I feel like our IV laser might be a little bit more comprehensive, more of the bloodstream gets exposed to the light. Um, and then we put them in, we have them go into a red light closet so their full body gets um, exposed. And then we use the CVAC. He's using a hyperbaric oxygen chamber in LA. Um, and we're using something called a CVAC, which I think is more dynamic. So it's the, the pressures are changing. It's helping to kind of flush these things through the body, helps the body detoxify, but it's also activating all those things that hyperbaric does, which is increasing oxygen, increasing mitochondrial biogenesis, increasing stem cell activation, uh, which is similar to what hyperbaric does. You know, and all this would be great, you know, but the reality is, you know, the, all the people that we've done this on, the results have been nothing less than just spectacular. Um, literally everybody we've done this on has come back feeling much, much better, more alert. It turns the brain on, it turns on the mitochondria. And if somebody's dealing with a chronic infection, um, this might be one of the most powerful tools we've got in our chest now. It's fascinating. I, I, I've used methylene blue. I actually have some right here, but I have the ones that make your mouth turn blue. And uh, it's hard to get that blue stain out of your mouth. It's there for hours. So it's not really practical for me. That's why I don't really use it. But something like this right into the veins, uh, you know, it's not going to cause that. Plus, it's more absorbable the way that you're doing it. So I, I love the method behind it. Go ahead. Well, I, I was going to say vitamin C turns the blue um, to clear. So you could get like a vitamin C mixture and gargle and that all the blue should go away. Really? Okay. When I emailed the company, they didn't tell me that. I don't think they know that. Well, you know, I think I think I know the company. We don't need to name drop here, but I I, I spoke to the doctor that kind of heads that company up. He made a statement that I thought was kind of confusing because he said that if it's in your mouth or it's biological, that the vitamin C 
it doesn't do that. But I, that's not the experience I've had when I've done that. So, you know, try it. Let me know. I, I, I have some of the tablets here, so I'll try it with his product. But, uh, but like, I, I get it on my hands when I'm making up the IVs because it's really hard. You get a little splatter, but a little bit of vitamin C, and it's just completely gone. So it definitely works. Yeah, interesting. And you, and you mentioned red light therapy, which I'm a big fan of now. I got a big panel that I'll share on the video here. Oh, I wonder uh, where you got that from. Yeah, I got this from Dr. John. As you can see, you press this button and it lights up super bright. Mito super bright. Lights. So these mito lights, I've been using this every morning, consistently, every time I'm in town, 10 minutes in the morning, front and back, and then sometimes during sunset. And it's made a big difference for me. I mean, just my skin complexion has improved, first of all. Uh, so that's helped. It's also helped with my heart rate variability, my aura ring scores. So let's talk about this, these red lights because I love them. And not only do I love them, my dog loves them. He does it as well. Our two cats love them. One of them always comes here every single time we turn it on. That cat just migrates to it. And also Natasha loves it. So let's talk about the benefits of red light therapy. Well, it's um, it's working on your mitochondria, really. It's working on your uh, your cellular energy. And so if you have an increase in your energy uh, abilities, then what happens is the body starts to do housekeeping, you know, whether it's to kind of clear toxins. I mean, we get a lot of toxins in our skin. You know, our skin is exposed to a lot of toxins. We also have a lot of blood that's flowing through our skin. And so when we're in front of the red light panels, there's really a tremendous benefit to the skin, but the penetration with that red light is deep so that we can get it into our muscles and, you know, into some of our tissues in our body, but also our blood in our skin is exposed to the red light. So that can actually lower the resistance of those red blood cells so that they can get and squeeze into more capillaries. So it, it's improving circulation. It's also good for improving the kind of the circadian rhythm, you know, so I think getting in front of that in the morning is a good idea because you're sending some nice signaling of, hey, it's we got light on our skin, it's morning. Um, even though it is red, it's still kind of activating those genes. Uh, but yeah, it, it, I think it's a it's a wonderful um, adjunct. I you know, there's been some some studies on um, just longevity and overall health and wellness for people that aren't dealing with like a health problem. They're just like you, you know, you're pushing yourself, you know, you're doing podcasts, you're out there meeting a lot of influencers and you are an influencer yourself, lecturing, traveling, you know, this is something that's a great hack for people to kind of augment some of those stresses and give back, you know, and replenish some of that energy storage. And it's easy to use 10 minutes a day. And, and more is not necessarily better. <laughs> Going back to that hormetic zone, 10 minutes front to back is enough. Just do it consistently. And there's a lot of, re there's a lot of research on, on what it's photobiomodulation, which is the scientific term of it. Um, so for those listening and they're wondering, where do I get Sandman? Where do I get these lights? Where do I get all the things we spoke about? You could get it online on your website, which is uh, mitozen.com slash ketocamp. And that's where we have a coupon code. We're going to drop a link down below. But you also have your clinic in Sarasota, Florida. So maybe somebody listening, they're like, oh, I'm in Florida. Or they want to actually travel to you, which a lot of people do. Share the name of your clinic and your address and your website. Okay, great. Yeah, it's advancedrejuvenation.us. And that's the name of our clinic, Advanced Rejuvenation. 
We're in Sarasota, Florida. We also have an educational uh, website called ultimatecellularreset.com where we do videos and um, educate people. And, you know, what we can do is a free book download. So, you know, if people are listening to this and they're kind of thinking, hey, you know, how can I learn more about melatonin? We'll do a coupon code for a free melatonin book PDF download. But keep in mind, there's a few chapters that aren't in there yet, and we're going to be releasing the full hard copy and ebook version on Amazon by December of this year. Awesome. That's great. We'll put that down below in the notes as well. If you're anything like me, you probably spend some money each month on your supplements. But what if you're still tired and you just don't feel 100% well? Well, there could be a deficiency. What if there was a way to know if you were actually absorbing your supplementation or not absorbing and maybe you're taking too much of something? Well, what I'm bringing you today is a chance to accurately test all of that. In this case, I'm talking about upgraded formulas, upgraded hair test kit and consultation. And once you uncover these hidden deficiencies, you could get rid of these symptoms you might be experiencing that might be affecting your thyroid, adrenals, or much more. Upgraded Formulas is a very cool company. I interviewed Barton Scott, who is the founder and chemical engineer who helps craft all their supplements, and they have this really cool upgraded mineral deficiency analysis. So say goodbye to blood and urine tests, which typically indicate short-term results. Hair is the best identifier, and you could get that hair from your head, armpit area, or even pubic area, and you'll receive a consultation with a member of Upgraded Formulas to help discuss your results. And it's very simple. Collect your hair sample, send it in, and get your results fast. We've worked out an exclusive deal, KetoCamp podcast listeners, to receive 10% off your order. Head to UpgradedFormulas.com, use the coupon code BEN10 at checkout to get your hair mineral kit and any other supplements that you could find on their website. That is UpgradedFormulas.com. Use the coupon code BEN10. The last thing I want to ask you, out of all the, how many years have you been in practice in, in the field of health? 30. Wow, that's impressive. Out of the 30 years that you've been researching, you, you got over your health issues, and you've worked with some serious cases, you've done a lot of research, you have a lot of experience. What has been the biggest surprise to you about how incredible this human body is like one thing that comes to mind that you're just like oh my gosh this is this body is absolutely absolutely incredible what's that one thing well you know i would say the ability of our intention um to heal and without anything you know we're here talking about all these techniques and these supplements and red lights when in reality you know given the right attitude if you've got the attitude up here and the intentionality to heal, there's really some really profound evidence that that can happen for you. I've been lucky enough to attend a couple of uh, Joe Dispenza's retreats. And, you know, these retreats can either be a week or four days or whatnot. And we'll meditate for up to four hours at a time. But really, sometimes it's like 10 or 12 hours in a day, but literally sitting for one meditation for a full for full eight hours. I'm sorry, four hours, they have been doing some study studying. And I, I was just on the phone with the NASA scientists this week. And they've been hired to study the reactions that they're seeing with a lot of their participants at these seminars. 
because they're seeing people where their tumors are basically melting away. They're seeing people that had Parkinson's, that their tremors are gone. They're seeing people that had a stroke, that all of a sudden they've got use of their limbs. I mean, you name it, they've seen it, broken bones, healed. And, you know, I, I've heard these things as I've been a clinician for a long time and I've gone to various seminars and I've heard people talk about it and I never really believed it until I've really seen some of the things I've seen through this, this meditation and then looked at the research that they're doing. You're familiar with exosomes, right? Like you, yes, you've been with Dr. Pompa and you guys have been to Mexico and you've probably, I don't know if you've done some here at our office, but not yet. No. So, um, what they found is in the meditators, the exosomes, these particles that are right around the same size of exosomes are just super, super high. And so they're, they're not even questioning the fact that they're having these spontaneous healings. What they're trying to figure out is why. I mean, they're not doing research to see whether it's, it's really working or not. They're trying to find out why is it working? Because it's, it's like these people are just seeing dozens of these amazing spontaneous healings by people simply just going into a state of gratitude and visualizing this healing to occur. What would they feel like if they were healed? What would it feel like if they were walking again? What would it feel like if I didn't have this cancer? You know, I was familiar with a, a study early on in my career where it was at a hospital and they just had cancer patients that would meditate and visualize Pac-Man eating up their cancer. And it was very, very significant how much better the patients did that did that meditation, the ones that didn't. So to answer your question, I think that people should acknowledge that, that you are a just amazing machine and that you have the ability to heal and stay healthy just through your attitude, you know, your attitude and maybe having some meditation practices where you're thinking about how you want your life to be and how you want your health to be and going into gratitude is the key. This is the key. And this is prayer, really. We're talking about praying, if you want to call it God or your greater power or Allah. I mean, there's a lot of people that have different names for this, this universal force. But when we go into gratitude and we're thankful and grateful for what we've already received, Versus we're thinking, hey, I would like this. I want a new car. You know, this is not the way that Jesus or Yeshua, when he originally came and they look at the original Aramaic Bible, and he would say that you're going into gratitude, just like what we're talking about, where when you're petitioning, you're petitioning God to give you something that comes from lack. So you're already in a place of, I don't have this. Can I have it? That doesn't work. So these are some clinical pearls and life pearls that I hope help other people. No, it's well said. I agree with you 100%. A lot of people think they have to see it to believe it, but it's the opposite way. You have to believe it before you see it. Your attitude is your thoughts, feelings, and actions towards life, towards a specific situation. So if you could change your attitude, you'll change your life. Neville Goddard, are you familiar with Neville Goddard's work? At oh, all? yeah. I feel like Dr. Joe is bringing his work to life and bringing it more to the masses because Feeling is the Secret is a book I read several years ago by Neville Goddard that changed my life. And I think that book is like from the 1960s. Yeah, it's an old one. It's an old one. And it, it's exactly what you're speaking about here and exactly what Dr. Joe Dispenza is doing. 
And the best time to get into that gratitude and meditation is any time, but the best time, if you were going to choose a time, would be right before bed and in the morning when you wake up, when the subconscious mind is really impressionable. Well, Do Dr. Joe says that you want to do this when melatonin is highest. <laughs> so oh, he, there you go. He'll have people doing it at 4 a.m., you know, and... Uh, is that when melatonin is highest, around 4 a.m.? It's not, but it it's a time where it's still relatively high, you know, so it's it's going to be higher earlier in the in the night. What if you mega dose, mega dose melatonin and go into meditation? I've been thinking about that, like, you know, taking high doses of some of the, you know, the Sandman and, you know, we're, we're going to start doing some beta tests on some of these prayers and meditations and even some of these healings where we're going to ramp up melatonin levels because uh, Dr. Dispenza seems to think that it's, it's almost like you kind of go into this prayer or this meditation and it's like you have this opportunity right before you slip into delta. So you go into theta. These are the brain waves. So alpha, um, beta, high beta, this is like you're alert, you're awake, right? But you start to slip down and you get into theta. And then there's kind of this doorway where you either go to sleep or you slip into gamma. And if you can stay awake and you can enter that door, there's this really magical state that you can get into that feels like you're with your angels, you know, and this has a lot of relationship to where melatonin starts to convert into its other uh, sister molecule, uh, DMT. Mm. Yeah, it's fascinating. I love that tip. Great, great share. Okay, Dr. John, thank you, my friend, for coming on the show for the fifth time. We're going to put all of your, your links down below, your coupon code for your new book. And when December rolls around, for those listening, go buy the book on Amazon. It'll be out on Amazon. We'll bring Dr. John for a sixth episode next year, all right. of course. Uh, any final words for the audience here? You know, I think we, I think we gave them enough to chew on. Um, I, I, ben, thanks for having me on for five times and putting up with me and spreading the good word about melatonin. I really appreciate that. I appreciate you and your brilliance and uh, your wizardry because you are a wizard, my friend. And uh, keep changing lives. Let's keep changing lives. People need to hear this message. So I appreciate you. I'm grateful for you, John. And uh, let's keep getting the message out there, bro. Let's do it. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Dr. John the Wizard. Love that, man. I, I'm sure you love the episode as well. If you got any value from this, please copy and paste the link and share it with somebody, post it on your social media, leave the show a rating and review. If you want to learn about its products, go to mitozen.com slash ketocamp or just click the links in the podcast notes so you can learn more about his melatonin products and his suppositories and nasal sprays and also the red light therapy. He has some great lights that I use every day, mitozen.com slash ketocamp. I want to thank you so much for listening to the entire episode of the Keto Camp Podcast. I'll see you on the next one. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Benazadi, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not accept responsibility of statements made by guests. 
This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or non-direct interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.